You've turned on Sexy Marriage Radio, where the best sex is happening in the marriage bed. Here are your hosts, Dr. Corey Allen and Shannon Etheridge. It's summertime. It's hot in Texas, too. <laughs> hey, yeah. when is it not in summer in Texas? I know, I, mean, I know. But I, I confess, though, I love this time of year. Okay. Because I can get away with uh, wearing a lot less around the house and not look so obvious. Uh. And and I can get away with um, hanging out at the lake all day long in a bikini because I love... I, I, this is the whole reason that I live down south. Right. The whole reason. Right. Uh, is, is to just be able to swim all the time. Love it, love it, love That's it. That's a good so, thing. So this is this is my favorite season. I love it. I mean, summertime is is, is a great getaway. Oh, speaking of a getaway, ah, getaway. Um, Sex Marriage Radio getaway is happening September seventeenth through the twentieth. But here in just like a day or two is the deadline for the early birds rate is going away. So you can do it if you're going to join. Join now if you want to get the early bird discount. If not, you can join after. We're not going to stop you, We'd, but we want to give everybody the opportunity to, to get in there early if you're interested. It's going to be a great time of a getaway together with other couples, with us. Our spouses will be there. It's it's going to be a fun, fun four days. Yeah, and I want to mention uh, once again the gentleman who informed us that sometimes it's cheaper to fly out on Monday than on Sunday. Yes. Yeah. So the money that you could be saving with this early bird deadline today could go toward your hotel room for an extra night. Yes, and it's going to be a yeah. great time at the Marriott Solana in Westlake, just north of DFW Airport. So come join us. We we, we, th- we look forward to meeting a lot of our listeners there. I know there's already a lot signed up, and so it's going to be a, a fantastic time. I cannot wait Me until too. it happens. So this is Sexy Marriage Radio, and the getaway's happening. And we also want to hear from our listeners because we have the absolute best listeners on the face of the planet. And we love hearing from them when, we, when they email us at feedback at sexymarriageradio.com. Get us, send us comments, questions, criticisms, concerns. All that helps us uh, fuel whatever happens next <laughs> with this yeah. show. Because sometimes we don't know <laughs> what's happening next. And yeah. then an email will come in and it's like, ooh. That's a good one. Let's let's talk about that. Or uh-huh. yeah, we need to explain that more because that didn't come across the way we thought. Or and what I really love is when we hear from people who have literally been listening to every episode that that's come down the pike. And right. so the questions that come out of their mouths are through their fingertips are literally questions that are that we have not covered. Right. That is so so helpful because right. sometimes we're so close to the forest we can't see the trees. Right. And just when we think we've covered everything, we get this email going, well, you haven't really talked about this yet. And we're like, you know what? You're right. We haven't. (laughs) Yes. And we will. So send those to feedback at sexymarriageradio.com. Also, if you like what you hear, uh, jump on iTunes, please give us a five-star review. If you don't like it, you know, jump on iTunes, give us a one-star. I'm good. I want to hear, we want to hear what what you think and leave us comments because that helps us climb the charts in the sexuality category and we want to stay in the top 10. We keep we keep flirting top 10, top 5 and we want to stay there. So with your and, help we can make that happen. And Corey, uh when I learned recently this news that you shared with me, I, I was so excited. I want you to share it with our listeners too. When you first approached me about doing this show and at first it was, you know, let's just let's just do a, a show on the fantasy fallacy. 
and you were trying to give me the sales pitch. And so you sent me a link where I could listen to a sample show between you and Gina. And you said, right now we're getting 2000 downloads a day. And that was a year and a half ago. Right. And you recently told me how many downloads a day we were getting. And oh. I was blown away. Well, yeah, at the, at the time of recording this, because I don't know where it's going to be once this airs, <laughs> but uh -huh. at the time of recording, we had topped the 6,000 to 6,500 downloads a day that was kind of averaging sometimes even seven, 8,000. So, it's, and you said that it's actually reached as high as 10,000. Yes. Yeah. So to, it's to, to it, think that it has, what is the word for a quadrupled is multiplied times four. What is the word for multiplied by five pentupled? What would that be? Quintupled? I thought Quinn was, <laughs> I, I don't, don't know. know. It's, we're, we're, <laughs> hey, this is sexy marriage radio. This isn't math radio. <laughs> if you want math radio, uh, <laughs> Turn down the dial someplace else because that's not us. Well, We're, they didn't tune in for numbers. They tuned in right. for sex. So yeah. Yeah. that would be our our uh, spouses doing a show. <laughs> that would be math radio. <laughs> so here's I got a question because this is but, something. But Corey, oh. we are here. We are here to add and even multiply blessings into their lives. There you go. There you go. There, nice, there's our segue from that. Nice segue. Good save. Um, <laughs> pat yourself on the back with that one. So here's my question, because I have seen an undercurrent of this at times with some clients. Um, and typically, these are clients that don't last long with me. And I think it's just because it's not a connection. Yeah. But, uh, with the way I may challenge them or the way I'm going to come at things kind of ruffles some feathers. So you could be listening to a show today and your feathers are going to be halfway through going, whoa. Well, here, here's what my publisher says about that. Okay. Because uh, you know, some of my books, like The Sexually Confident Wife in particular, has ruffled some feathers historically. And my publisher says, if a book doesn't ruffle some feathers, it wasn't even worth writing. Yeah. So if a show doesn't ruffle some feathers, it right. wasn't worth recording. Right. Well, and I, I listened to some of the different talk radio guys I love listening to. They make the comment of he has one of them in particular has a goal of he wants 50% of his audience to love him and 50% of his audience to hate him. <laughs> <laughs> because both and, of those drive numbers. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. Bad publicity is still publicity. Yes. So, but here's the question: because I come across some clients, and they, you know, so they're telling me about their life, and they're telling me about what's going on, and they kind of throw in the little caveat of, "Oh yeah, we have sex every day," and then they just kind of keep going. And 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 I mean, the one that sticks out in particular was, "Oh, I mean, I love her so much. I mean, we have sex every day, and we blah, blah, and and he's just going on, and I'm like." Okay, so why is sex every day such a, a huge thing? You know, is that really as, a good thing, actually? As if that's the benchmark for relational success somehow? Right. I, and my, the first question that popped into my mind as soon as you said sex every day is, what kind of quality right. of sex are you having every day? Right. Well, because... It, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of... I don't know, this goes also right in the whole... X number of days in a row, sexual encounter, weekend, week, month, year, whatever that people do. And you know, I know some of the people in the industry that do that and I'm not knocking it, you know, yeah, but you know, cause there's... it's a challenge of, okay, well I want to, we want to challenge people for seven days, for 30 days, for 60 days, for whatever it is. Yeah. There was even a book written about 365 nights of intimacy or whatever. And it okay. was a couple who actually had sex every day for a year. But when an interviewer was talking to them about their book, the question was, do you intend to keep that up? And they were both just like, oh, heavens, no. no like, they just looked so ready to not have sex for a long right. time. In right. other words, it was forced. Yes. 
it was forced. And my guess is that there wasn't a lot of pleasure right. in it when it's just, we need to scratch this off of our daily list so that we can keep up with our. Well, yeah. The other thing momentum. is my guess is, is one person's driving that train and the other person is just like, it's okay. getting drug along behind it and being driven, you know, <laughs> that, yeah. that it's just like, Oh no. And I mean, cause I know of couples one in particular that it didn't matter if she was sick. He was oh, you're pissing. Kidding. Yeah, he was so wimpy and mopey and mean if he didn't have sex every okay, day. And that, it's like, okay, that's abuse, dude. That's when he needs to take himself into the bathroom and take matters into his own hands. Thank you. Be nice to your wife right. and don't expect things from well, her when she's sick. My, my thought is, okay, the quality of sex can't be that good if she's not into it. Mm -mm. So why are you settling for crappy sex? Yeah. And when you don't give yourself a period of time that the sexual energies build up, it, when do you ever like explode in total passion because you're horny? Right. Because if you're having sex every day, when do you ever have a chance to get horny? Well, I, I think there's people that have a high enough drive that the, the horniness is just there. But yeah, I'm I guess I'm speaking for the women. Well, that sometimes they yeah. need more than 24 hours to let a feeling of horniness right. overtake them. Well, I'm going to venture, though, that their sex is just horniness sex then. it's There's not a depth to it. It's just a biological release. And right. my guess is the spouse is picking up on that and is like, I don't want to always have to be a part of this. Because yeah. it takes me a little bit more to be involved in this. And that's why, I don't know, the, the thread I've had with the couples that I've come across where, oh, yeah, we have sex every day. It's sex out of emptiness. It's sex out of fusion. It's sex out of neediness. It's not sex worth wanting. And I think why they are so short-lived with me is when I confront that, they don't like it. Because they thought they were being so successful. Right. And you're, you're, you're moving their cheese. And I'm sitting there saying – um, you guys got something wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and they felt so good about themselves. Right. Yeah, and I don't ever say they got something wrong. I just, I kind of question and like, okay, hold on. Wait, really? Wait, hold on. Wait, you know, I just kind of keep being curious about it and trying to get them to unpack it more because I, it, let me go the, another route with this too, real quick is how often do we have people that email the show and their marker of a good sex of, of a good marriage is sex. We've, we've talked about this. The sex is a barometer that, you know, how you do sex is how you do life. How you do life is how you do sex. So we've talked about this and we can probably skew it to the extreme of you need to be having fantastic sex or your marriage is in shambles. Well, yeah, no, hey, mm -hmm. a marker of growing up means that sex isn't the entire focus of your relationship. It's a component. Yeah. It's not always about when's the next time you're going to get laid. Yeah, I would totally agree, completely agree. And there are many couples that, you know, for wide varieties of reasons, they can't have sex as often as some right. other couples. But right. did they start, you know, do they need to start feeling bad about themselves? Heavens no. Right. As long as you're both satisfied. If if neither one of you are feeling um, neglected, if neither one of you are feeling um sexually abandoned in the marriage if both of you are satisfied and maybe you're you know maybe you're only having sex once every few weeks or whatever and that's enough for you then there's nothing broken right so we, we don't feel the need to right. fix you that's that's why i say to the couples that come in and well she won't ever have sex i'm like okay well makes what makes her wrong 
<laughs> maybe maybe that's what <laughs> she wants. Yeah. And if that's it, that's fine. That, that she okay, make your call and be willing to take the hit for what you call. It, I'm sure that there are many men right now who are like turning their volume up to make sure they're hearing you correctly. Well, because this sounds very different than our normal tone, it's but sure. it's intentional. Sure, it is. It's because, very, very intentional. Right. Because who's to say? Oh, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, no, no, go ahead. Who, who's to say you have to have whatever in life? Well, and you can't compare how often you have sex with Corey and Pam. Or me and Greg. Wait, nobody's having sex with Pam and I, but it's just the two of us doing it. But I get <laughs> no, what you're saying. I mean, the comparison. I'm is with you. Really, ah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Sorry. That, that you can't, you, you just, you can't make a comparison to anybody else on the planet. Right. And come up with an assessment because sex is as unique as your fingerprint. Yep. And what happens with you and what happens with your spouse and what happens with the two of you together is, is very, very unique. Very unique. Yes. And sometimes you don't need a lot of sex to be very, very happy and content with one another. Right. And other couples, quite frankly, they do. Right. And maybe it's not that they both need it frequently, but one of them does. Right. Um, and I can remember a conversation with one of the gals who attended my Women at the Well workshop. She admitted that for the 10 plus years that they had been married, the dynamic was that he pursues and she rejects that this was just the ruts that they had carved out for themselves. And so I really challenged her to answer the question, why do you feel the need to reject? Why, why is this the role that you have chosen and that you're holding on to for dear life? Right. And she thought about it for a second. I could like smell smoke in the room coming out of her ears type of a thing. And then it hit her. She said, I think that my husband is so horny that if I give in, he's going to start wanting it every day. And I said, doesn't he want it every day? because you're not giving in <laughs> like if you were if you were really in, in engaged in sex on occasion is he really going to want it every day because if you're satisfying him on occasion then he's not going to be coming at you every day with well, this he's coming it, at you because yeah. he's not fulfilled how is it any different he's already coming at you every day exactly <laughs> so. so at least just get some pleasure out of some of it some of the time right yeah, I, I just think that it's sad when women feel as if they can starve their husband's appetites down to the level to match their own, because you cannot starve a man into submission. I, no. I just don't think that it works that way. I think no. that you can satisfy a man into submission. I do. I think that if you give it, if you, if when you give him sex, it is such good sex. Yeah. It is such quality sex. Yeah. It is. You were so present. You were so engaged. You made him feel so special and cherished and loved and valued. And he walked out of there feeling like the man. And then if he doesn't get sex again for a whole week or two, that's, that's probably not the end of the world. Right. As if he's just getting shot down over right. and over and over again. Right. Yeah. And this is, this goes into the whole, you're talking more sex out of fullness then you're talking more. It's not just an act. It's an experience together. I mean, horniness is sex out of emptiness. Most of the time, it's just a biological release is what you're looking for. I mean, if you get bare bones, that's what we're sure. talking about. So sure. the, but married sex is not just biological. <laughs> it's, it's not, it's a whole lot more. It's, it's a connection together. It's a life together. It's an experience. It's a meeting. It's a moments of meeting. It's, you know, all of this, follow the connection. 
It's learning each other, learning yourself. I mean, so there's a whole lot more involved, and that's what creates the whole idea of, of sex out of fullness is it's where I'm then now giving to my partner and sharing of myself with my partner. I'm not just trying to take stuff. I'm not just trying to get as far as I can get. I'm not just trying to do something different because if I'm doing that, that's more about me than it is my partner. And that's what calls into question of, this is the one thing I would ask the couples if they would have stayed with me long enough that have that are the, oh, we have sex every day. I would ask them, okay, so who's the high desire? I get that pretty clear of who it is. Who's driving this train? How do you handle it when you don't get it? And typically I would, I would hear from them of, oh, well, and it, you know, they would probably try to skirt it, but it would be pretty clear based on their spouse's confirmation or reaction of, oh, they are not pleasant to be around there. It's like, okay, well then that's not at all. Why would you want to have sex with that? Right. That's emotional manipulation. Yes. That, that is sexual abuse. Yes. So yeah. why in the world? So in actuality, her turning you down is good judgment because you're not, portraying, you're not portraying something <laughs> worth wanting to screw. Okay. You're wanting, you're doing, somebody you want to screw actually. I, I've been <laughs> doing this show with you for over a year and a half, almost a hundred episodes. I've never done this before, but I'm going to do it now. <laughs> right <laughs> that was brilliant yeah i mean but in it in it true she uh, say that again well, <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> no i mean it, it, and this is I, this is my challenge to the men that are the high desire that are whining and complaining that their wife is never interested and they're always shooting them down and okay sure wife you play a role in this but dudes you do too and a lot of it is if you can't handle rejection and you cower and and crumble because you don't or get pout. sex, there yeah. you go, throw a tantrum. If you cannot handle that, then her turning you down is good judgment. Why yeah. would you want to have sex with that? Exactly. That is so not sexy. No. A, a pouty man, a manipulative man, a coercive man, an angry man. It's, it's not sexy no. at all at all right. i'm so glad that you brought that up because I mean, that's all i mean typically when you're talking about the way a sex life unfolds for a couple is it's, it's the tyranny of the lowest common denominator most of the time because the low desire partner right. drives right the frequency. and sometimes it is because the low desire has a better accurate picture of what's going on interesting so it's not always that she's frigid or that he's or that he's frigid or, or that he's right. too busy because that's it, it right. happens that way too and it could be because I've had a couple that I've worked with where she was the high desire and he was the low and he was the low because for him with medical issues, it was a task to have sex, including a shot, which would be ouch. Ow. Yeah. And so it's ouch. like, I don't want to have to do that a whole lot <laughs> because yeah. it, I enjoy what comes of it, but man, the pain to get there and the anxiety of, is it going to work or not? That's huge. So, yeah. but the way she was coming at it, was so desperate that she wasn't recognizing that's actually squashing it too. Because you set up sure. this scenario of, I could never satisfy the desperation you're portraying. I totally agree. This is all bringing up uh, memories of working with a client a couple years ago. She, um, she reached out to me because she had done something unthinkable. She had connected with an old friend at a restaurant and he winds up saying to her, uh, you know, let's just skip the dinner and come back to my hotel. 
Right. And she did. Right. And so I was asking her, you know, this is so out of character for you. And I can tell you're so devastated by this. And, you know, what, what's, what's going on in your marriage that, that you would have let this happen? And she said to me, um, I mean, she just had kept going on and on about, I love my husband. I love my husband. I love my husband. It's like, okay, I believe you. You don't need to keep repeating that to me. But what's going on in the dynamic? And what I finally dug out of her is that because her husband was so much older than her, now she was in her early forties. And so he was in, I want to say late fifties, maybe even early sixties Okay, that she had just let go of any expectation that he should be able to perform sexually because he was getting older and he had ED issues and all that jazz. Right. And so I asked her how long or how often do you guys have sex? She said, maybe once every three months. And I said, how long has it been since you've had an orgasm? And she said, almost five years. Okay. How, I mean, I'm not, I'm not justifying being unfaithful. Please don't hear me say that. There's right. never a justification for being unfaithful. But I challenged her and said, how in the world can you go for almost five years without an orgasm and to settle for sex only on a quarterly basis when you are about to enter, or you are, you're in your forties, you're in the season of life where your sex drive is the strongest and you think that you're able to just turn that off because your husband is so much older than you. What, just because he can't, you know, I, I love the expression. I've said it many times before. Just because he can't get the mustard doesn't mean he can't lick the jar. I was like, why aren't you encouraging him to give you more oral sex? Why aren't you encouraging him to use his fingers or use a vibrator or whatever? And she was just mortified at the notion of approaching her husband to say, I need sex more often than what we're having it. Mm -hmm. Or I le at least need some sort of sexual release more mm -hmm. often than I'm having it. There's nothing. So this is kind of the opposite of having sex every day is just never having sex or, or so rarely having right. sex. Sometimes there really is something broken to that. So it, it, it goes back to if both partners are completely satisfied and content, right? That, that's fine. Right. But you need to really ask yourself, am I really satisfied and content or am I just saying that I am to not rock the boat? But these drives that are resident inside of me are going to push me in a very unhealthy direction right. that I'm going to that could totally mess up my marriage and my life someday. You have to be honest with yourself. If you have a sex drive, don't be afraid of admitting it. Yeah. Don't be afraid of saying, I, I would like to have an orgasm more often. Yeah. And, and look at it through the lens of the, of the scope of your relationship, of, of how you both co-create what's going on. Mm -hmm. Because you do. That's the one, that's one universal truth in my world is relationships are co-created. Sex lives are co-created. So that means the difficulties, difficulties you face, you collude and collaborate to create happen and make happen. Mm -hmm. That's just it. And so if you look at that through the lens of what am I doing? What's my role? You know, because I've had, I've had people that have emailed the show or, say, or Simple Marriage or even been in my office that they're coming because, you know, there's just there's not enough sex going on and the sex that they're having is just mercy sex and it's just whatever. Right. And then as they start unpacking it more, it turns out he has a premature ejaculation issue. And so she's like, every time we have sex, it's over so fast. Why get up for it? Aww. You know, and it's like and I'm like, so what have you done to help with your P.E., dude? And he's like, nothing. OK. What message is that sending to your wife? Right. Since when did they get the notion? That sex is all about just me sticking my penis inside the vagina until I come, and then it's over. Right. Hello. Right. Uh, I I love that book title called "She Comes First. Yeah. 
uh, you know, obviously pun intended, that I think that for a husband to really focus on the fact that I, I need to give her pleasure before I shoot my wad and I'm done. Right. That, that is a pretty, I can only speak for myself. It's a very vital element in our marriage relationship. It has been for a long, long time, but it makes, it gives me a payoff because here's the thing. If a woman doesn't have a payoff and by that, I mean, sexual release, orgasm, uh, overwhelming pleasure, like mind blowing climax. If she doesn't ever get that payoff. Yeah. What's in it for her? Like if you can imagine if you, if, if you were to, if a woman were to say to her husband, you can put that inside of me and you can move it around until it feels so good that you're close to blowing, but then you have to take it out and stop and we're done. Would he, would he sign up for that over and over and over again? (laughs) No, No, but so many marriages do that exact same thing metaphorically. Exactly. Right. Exactly. It, it's he, he husbands have to understand there has to be something in it for her, right. for her to want it. Well, we have to understand that we are selfish beings and we need to learn to give out of fullness. Yes. And, and we need to learn how to share out of fullness because just this, I mean, go the opposite direction. Let's go the low desire that wants no sex. That's a control thing. Right. And it's a power thing. And it could be seen as, wow, that's so rude and mean and manipulative. And well, okay, who says the other person on the other side of it's not doing the equally as manipulative? Right. So that's where I come at it with this whole idea of if you want to have sex, great. If you don't, great. Just make sure your partner knows because then they can make an honest choice about what they want to do. It all goes back to communication. Right, because I'm not going to sit here and say you got to have sex in your life and you got to have it three times a week or your marriage is in the tank. Right. No. no. And we don't have sex three times a week with our spouses. I mean, th- this is not about, we want you to have as much sex as, as we right. are. No, this is, we want you to be as content as we are well, because we've been able yeah. to communicate with our spouses and negotiate and create a, a relational dynamic that totally works for both us and our spouses. Well, let me ask, let me ask you this. I'm gonna put you on the spot, Shannon, because okay. I know you don't mind the spot. I don't um, mind. The, a couple months ago, you guys did your um, anniversary trip. So it was a week-long sexual escapade, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for lack of a better description. It was. <laughs> okay. Would, <laughs> was there, without too much information. I, I, was, I was shocked. I... With, without too much information, was was there um, some sexual novelty that happened between you guys? Anything at all that was kind of novel? Absolutely. Okay. Was the novelty Absolutely. was the a novelty of because of the experience external or was it the novelty because of an internal experience of like, ooh, wow, I haven't ooh, I haven't felt that before. Or, you know, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. The question? I, I, I do. I mean there was one thing that we did that we had never done before. Okay. But so that's an external was, thing. Yeah. But the rest of it was things that we had done hundreds of times okay. over the past twenty five years. Exactly. But the mentality was different That's because it. we were in a different place, different season, yep. uh, new surroundings. Yep. Uh, yeah, we discovered that poolside sex and a private vacation rental by owner place is yeah, that we'll never rent a hotel room again. Uh, it, <laughs> it, it, yeah, we we yeah. we learned that there were th- things that we did differently with this vacation that we just approached it differently. 
that added yeah. to the newness and the novelty. But see, of that's it. that's what I'm coming at with this whole idea of sex out of fullness creates the possibilities of following the connection in the moment, and that's what creates the novelty. It's not yes. about it's not about this. Oh, I need to make sure I do this act because if you think about it, for men, sex can if, if I'm if I'm trying to be a better lover. I have just because of the way man brain works, I have ideas and steps and concepts and movements and all these different things. It's like, okay, I need to make sure I do this and I need now I need to do this and I need to move to here. Then I need, and I can forget the whole fact that, wait, this is actually fun. <laughs> this this is actually enjoyable. And how do you learn how to learn to be in the moment and follow a guide if you will but also enjoy what's going on and that's an internal right. thing not an external thing and that was that was the thought that i had this morning as we were contemplating you know what what different topics we were going to talk about today and i knew that i would probably you know, mention yet again the anniversary trip i thought you know really if i had to encapsulate what was different about that anniversary trip than any other trip we've taken or, or our honeymoon or anything like that i thought you know what it just all the sex that we had was so stinking fun. Yeah. It was just fun. Yeah. It was, and then I, I thought back to that show that we did recently about work versus play yep. sex. And and yeah, when it's infused with fun, with frivolity, with experimentation, with fantasy, with excitement, with bantering, with flirting, with aggression, yep. with power, like it just, it all is so fun. Right. And you know, there was something else that I wrote down here that I wanna make sure and toss out just as encouragement to husbands. When my husband has made me weakest in the knees over the past 25 years, it literally has turned me into jello that I'm just like putty right. in your hands, pal, whatever you want to do, is when he walks into the bedroom and without doing or saying anything that is like hinting around of, you know, well, do you want to have sex? And, you know, that what he has said, first pop out of the box, is he looks at me in the eye and says, I really want to give you an orgasm. I really want to give yeah. you an orgasm. Yeah. Like, Okay. You're like, what, what woman turns that down? <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. So have portray yourself with confidence yeah. that you want it to be about her. Sometimes it's not just about you. Yeah. And then those times when he, on occasion, when we were making love was just like, you know what? I'm okay. Let's just make this about you today. Yeah. You know, let's give you two orgasms and I'm fine. I'm just like, huh? Okay. Yeah. It just, yeah. But that he was giving out of his fullness. That's it. That's the point. Yeah. That's the point. He was giving I think, out of his fullness I and think, I was receiving out yeah. of my fullness. I think yeah. sex creates the opportunity for us to grow and mature, to be able to give and receive out of fullness, that it's not blue balls and horniness sex. Right. Teenager sex. Right. It's not just got to give it to me. Yeah. Just get it done because I just can knock it, you know, they're not or whatever, or I got to get it done today or whatever. It's about. He can do that by himself. Right. He does not need a partner. And she, the same thing is true for her. Right. Yeah. This yeah. is, this is about sex worth wanting. Yes. This is sex a, worth craving. Right. This is about sex that has a depth to it and that it has a meaning to it because it's part of who you are. It's not just your relationship and it's not the next time you can get in his or her pants. It's about how can you be in each other's lives because you're fully in your own life. That's the goal. I love that. That's the goal to me. Yep. And when, when you love who you are and how you feel in your own skin, you will be able to love your partner yes. and, and the skin in therein. Yep. So that's it. You nailed it, baby. Perfect. You nailed it. Well, now Pam needs to get home so I can nail it. All right. Talk to you later next time. And uh, thank you very much for joining us this time. Sex and Marriage Radio. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> we'll see you next time. We love you for listening.